We are back. We are back. We are back. What's up, everyone? Uh, thanks for us always tuning in to all the different episodes we have. We are going to address what happened on Thursday because that's a big game um, for the wrong reasons. But we are back. It is week five. And I'm just ready. I'm excited. We're going to jump through everything. I'm going to give you my game picks. And then we're going to dive into all the different football impl um, implications that it ends up meaning and stuff. Starting off with the Denver-Indianapolis Colts game, people call it the battle of the horses. I call it the battle of neither team wants to honestly win. And I say that because Russell Wilson easily could have ended up winning that um, game with the throw. Look what happened before when they were at the end zone when it was the Seahawks and the Patriots messed up. Look at this one, messed up. And Hamler has every right to be mad. There is no reason why that played out that way, 12 to 9. You paid him too much money for it to be 12 to 9. Deion Jackson did come through. Something else I have to just put out there is we are treating these players as if they are not humans when it comes to fantasy football. And a huge thing is look at Hines, what happened. Look at with two at Tagovailoa, all these different concussions and all these different injuries. We're just hoping they come back just for our fantasy teams. And before we continue to focus on fantasy, we do need to understand and realize they are humans. So I do hope for the best of Naeem Hines um, that he does get healthy and that he is back to 100% for himself. And then when he's ready to get back on the field, then everyone will be looking forward to end up seeing him back um helping teams and everything like that but the main focus for a lot of these players are not fantasy football they are trying to do their job then they're trying to win for the team and then hey if people love them for fantasy football okay but there's a lot of players that don't even give a damn um, about fantasy football but with that out the way we're gonna dive right into it i do have Cortland sutton i was disappointed because russell wilson is just not doing his job right now uh, matt ryan keeps getting sacked so if you play any, if you have any defense that plays against Indianapolis Colts as they're doing their merry-go-round of the offensive line, that is the defense you should probably end up starting. Um, if anything over there, Michael Pittman didn't necessarily have a big game. The big game was Alec Pierce over on the Denver side. If it wasn't for Cortland Sutton long reception, he really would have had a bad game. Uh, most times, if you play in a half PPR league, you probably only got nine, nine and a half points, if close to 10 points. If you weren't playing in a PPR, I feel so bad for you um, because there was really no way for that to end up going correctly for you guys. Diving into the first game, um, just for everybody out there that is paying attention to everything that's going on, Giants and the Packers. I have the Packers in this one. The main focal points, of course, this one's in London as well at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So shout out to all the football players, although we are American football enthusiasts over here. Uh, focus on Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs is starting to have a connection when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, uh, AJ Dillon, and then also Aaron Jones remains over there. On the other side, it's Saquon. There's nobody else you really need to focus on outside of Saquon going into the next game, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. I have Buffalo in that one. Um, you should know if you've heard the show, you know that I'm always going to end up be preaching Buffalo. Before we end up diving into that, though, the tickets are as low as $529 for the Packers and the Giants game. That's insane because that's damn expensive, especially when you look at all the other ones. The closest ones in the lowest ticket price um, 
in terms of uh, price would probably go to Dallas and Los Angeles Rams. And that's in SoFi Stadium, which is understandable, but $529 is crazy. But there's not that many, so it's a big supply and demand. For Buffalo, Josh Allen, as always, starts Stephon Diggs. Pay attention to uh, Devin Singletary, potentially. Don't expect for him to have a big game, so he'd probably be a flex option for you over there. Um, defense, you're playing the Buffalo Bills defense. For the Pittsburgh side, you are going to, of course, roll out some of your players. Uh, Najee Harris probably is the only one you're going to roll out. Um, George Pickens, pay attention, but I'm not really confident in that. And more so look for how many routes he is out there running, and then also the targets percentage that he does have in terms of how many passes that he ends up throwing um um can he pick it uh going into the Chargers and the Cleveland Browns game I have the Chargers in that one I the big focal points are Austin Eckler Justin Herbert Justin Herbert has been doing amazing when it comes to passing yards you want to see what's going to happen with Keenan Allen as well he has been injured as of recent um, but whoever is a receiver out there for Justin Herbert, you're going to end up trusting it because Justin Herbert has uh, 1250 in terms of passing yards to so 1250. And that leads the league. Um, so that's something we do really like to see. He also has only 11 rushing attempts. So he's not running as much as he used to run. It's only four yards. If anything, he doesn't have any touchdowns, which sometimes you do look for the rushing yards with these quarterbacks which you do have to remember he did have the rib injury so he's not necessarily going to be running as much currently um but on the brown side throw out nick chubb every single week you're rolling him out there you can get away with the Mari cooper but just pay attention to how that Chargers defense is going to be and that's all i'm doing of course put david and joko on your bench because you want to end up seeing what happens with that one Next one, the Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings. I got the Vikings in that one. I'm putting nobody out there for the Chicago Bears. I have not seen anything. Um, Khalil Herbert or David Montgomery, which one ends, whichever one ends up starting, that is a question mark, but I'm not rolling either of them out there right now. The Vikings, of course, they're throwing out Justin Jefferson. Um, that's the only one that I would mainly start. You can put Adam Thielen in your flex because he did come off of a good week last week. So those are the only two. You could also probably get away with the Vikings defense if you wanted to. And if you're struggling to find other defenses that are out there, it wouldn't be a bad play because the Bears just are not good right now. The next one, we have the Lions and the New England Patriots. And I have the Lions in this one. I know a lot of times people end up choosing the Lions in games, but Jared Goff is doing pretty good this year. Uh, so I have to end up rocking with them in this one. So you can roll out Jared Goff. Patriots team overall isn't like the previous year's Bill Belichick's teams. They're also having a lot of struggles when it comes to um, defense and then also quarterback issues. So I'm rolling out Jarek off. I'm of course rolling out Williams. I want to see who the receivers are that are going to be out there, but TJ Hawkinson is a must play as well. On the Patriots side, only ones I'm putting out there are Andre Stevenson and Damian Harris. I think both of them should have a good game, and it's a home game. So that should be a fairly good matchup for them. The Detroit Lions defense is not good at all. Um, so that's all I really have to say about that one. Short, sweet, to the point. Seattle Seahawks, New Orleans Saints. I'm going with the Seahawks. And I'm going with the Seahawks because they put up a lot of points against the Detroit Lions last week. And I think Geno Smith uh, can do fairly well. 
over there, although it's not turning into necessarily um, wins all the time, it is something that we do focus on when it comes to fantasy football. So I'm rolling out Geno Smith. You might be able to get away. I know I am, but I don't want to steer anyone wrong, but I'm going to put out Tyler Lockett. And maybe you want to put out um, DK Metcalf as well. Someone else to pay attention to because they've been doing fairly well as of recently, you can get away with putting Will Disley, a.k.a. Big Country, out there. And the crazy part about the NFC West, they're all locked at 500. Um, just looking at some of the stats for you all, um, if you're curious about Will Disley, as of recent, he does have 12 targets and he has 12 receptions, so 100%. Um, he only has 116 receiving yards, but he does have three touchdowns. And that's the main thing that I want you guys to focus on. He has two receiving plays of over um, 20 plus yards, and he has a long of 38 yards. So that's something that I was paying attention to. And just seeing those three touchdowns, you are starting to see your tight. The tight end is a focal point for a lot of these quarterbacks, especially when they're trying to figure themselves out and figure out the offense. Going over to the Saints side, Chris Olave is probably the only one. I have to see if Alvin Kamara is going to play, and I also need to know who the quarterback is between Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. It looks like it's going to be Dalton. If it's Dalton, only one I am throwing out there is going to be Chris Olave, and then, of course, Alvin Kamara if he's there too. Dolphins and the Saints, this is not as easy as you think because um, two is not going to be in the game. I do have the Dolphins in this one. And the reason why I have the Dolphins in this one, you still have Tyreek Hill. You still have Jalen Waddle. Mostert is starting to show himself in the backfield too. The Jets have Zach Wilson. I know Zach Wilson is better than he was in the past, but the Jets still have Zach Wilson at quarterback. They are two and two. The Dolphins are three and one. Bills are three and one. Pats are one and three. I would only roll out for the Jets is either Brees Hall or Michael Carter. I don't really know anything what's going to happen with the receivers. Tyler Conklin did well for a tight end standards. Garrett Wilson didn't have that necessarily great of a game. Uh, so that's all I would really do over there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves is not a bad play if you don't really have many options because he's going to have to chuck it up to Tyreek Hill and he's going to have to chuck it up to Jalen Waddle. Going into the Falcons and the Packers game, I mean, the Falcons in the Buccaneers game. I do have the Bucs in that one. And the main people to look out for are only on the Bucs side. I am questioning right now Kyle Pitts. I am also questioning what they're going to do with Marcus Mariota. I really think next year they need to get another quarterback in there because Marcus Mariota is not going to be the answer. Um, you have great talent that's there. You have Kyle Pitts and you have Drake London. You will have Cordell Patterson back next year, and you have good young running backs too. If you can get a good quarterback in there, your team should be fine on offense, and you can focus more on the defensive side. As for the Bucks, rolling out Leonard Fournette. I'm rolling out Mike Evans. Chris Gowden plays. You're putting him out there. Tom Brady is out there, although I do care about his um, personal life, and that will does play an impact on how you do play. Um, I'm going to put him out there. I have been listening to press conferences and stuff, what Todd Bowles has been saying, and you need to pay attention to the Bucs because I think they're about to win this one. Tennessee and the Commanders. I have the Titans in this one. I really just can't pick the Commanders. 
for the commander's side, the only one right now I would put out there is Curtis Samuel. Um, Jahan Dotson's a bit nicked up. Terry McCorn hasn't been the focal point for Carson Wentz. I'm not trusting Carson Wentz at all. I don't know how this running back situation is going to turn out for the Titans. Um, Phillips and Henry are the only ones I'm putting out there, and that's really all that needs to be said about that game. Houston and Jacksonville, I'm going with Jacksonville, of course. Uh, that's a weird and ugly matchup just in itself. But between those two, um, you got to go with Jacksonville. For the Houston side, Damian Pierce, you're rolling out there. You're rolling out Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is going to get you a game for all the Brandon Cooks owners. Just hold on. He's going to get you one. For Jacksonville, James Robinson, Christian Kirk, you might be able to get away with um, Trevor Lawrence as well. Next one, we have the 49ers and the Panthers. I have the 49ers in that one. Um, just focusing on for the 49ers side, Jeff Wilson, you're fine with putting him out there. Debo Samuel, you're fine with putting him out there for the Panthers. Nobody outside of Christian McCaffrey. Don't even dare start any of those receivers right now because who the hell knows what Baker's doing? Um, Baker and Sam Darnold both better not be the starting quarterback next year. They need somebody else there because Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore are not having good seasons, and that's because of Baker. So that's all I'm going to say to you about that one. Do with it what you want. Do with it what you please. But I personally don't trust those receivers over there. That Dallas game and the Rams. Um, Dallas Cooper Rush is doing good. This is a game that I think people need to see what's going to happen when it comes to Cooper Rush. Um, he's been doing well in these matchups, and this might be the last game he starts because Dak Prescott is apparently coming back soon. Zeke, you can probably play out there. Um, a flex because he's starting to come back from injury is Michael Gallup. And of course you're starting CD lamb for the other side, the Rams, the only one you're really starting is Cooper cup. Allen Robinson isn't really there right now. Tyler Higby is a yes. So Cooper cup and Tyler Higby pay attention to Higby's targets that he's been getting for anyone that's curious about Tyler Higby's um, recent numbers. So he has 38 targets on the season with 26 receptions uh, 244 receiving yards, and he has no touchdowns. But the big thing for me is those targets. He does have 38 targets in terms of all of the um, tight ends. He leads the league with 38 targets in terms of receptions. He also is tied for the league with Travis Kelsey. So those are two big things that we want to continue to see and look for. Although he doesn't have the touchdowns, the touchdowns will come. So I'm not really worried about what's going to happen when it comes to the touchdowns and stuff. Uh, so that one, I do have the Rams. I don't think the Cowboys, well, sorry, check it. I have the Cowboys in that one. Just had to look at my sheet. The homes are talking to me in the ear, but I had the Cowboys and it's a, I don't really know how the game's going to turn out, but I have the Cowboys up in that one. Eagles Cardinals, I got the Eagles. It'll be a weird game, probably. There's also two more games left before DeAndre Hopkins comes back. So when DeAndre comes back, if you have DeAndre, if he's on your waivers, pick him up now. Do not wait. Pick him up now because people are going to start to try and put in bid, put in claims, do trades, get him because the value will be there for him. But I have the Eagles. You can put the Eagles defense out there, but don't be sad when Kyler Murray starts running. That is one of the big caveats to this team. They haven't played a lot of running quarterbacks. Um, they just haven't. 
because you had the Lions. Jared Goff's not running. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to run like that. The Commanders, Carson Wentz isn't running like that. For the um, Jaguars, well, Trevor Lawrence isn't running. Kirk Cousins isn't running. Jared Goff isn't running. Those guys aren't running. Kirk Cousins isn't running. So that's my big thing that I want you guys to focus in on. Um, going into the all oh, for the Eagles, Miles Sanders, you're putting out there. AJ Brown, you're putting out there. Jalen Hurts, you're putting out there. Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Ravens in that one. It shouldn't be that much of a surprise. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews are the big ones. J.K. Dobbins, you're putting out there as well. I do want to see what's going to be the injury situation because if Rashad Bateman and Dunerve are both out there, I'm going to go with the Bateman. If he's not, I'm going with Dunerve. Um, for the Bengals, you're still putting out Jamar Chase. You're still putting out T. Higgins. You're still putting out Joe Mixon, no matter what. And the final game for you guys, Kansas City Chiefs and Las Vegas Raiders. I got the Chiefs in that one. The Raiders just are sad right now. Um, but you're rolling out for the Chiefs, Patty Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and um, Travis Kelsey. You can also get away with the Chiefs defense, too. I know I have the Chiefs defense in one of my leagues that I'm putting out there. The Raiders, only one you can really start right now is going to be uh, Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs does have a tough matchup because the Chiefs defense isn't nothing to sleep on. But that's really it. That's it for the week. If I had to end up saying main ones you should focus in on, Stefan Diggs, it's a big one you should look into and see what happens there. I would also say King Henry is another one that you guys should end up seeing for a big game. Those are two. Um, the Ravens game should be a lot of points. The uh, Seahawks and the Saints game should be a good amount of points too. And then I can see... Romeo Dobbs potentially scoring a touchdown again because when Aaron Rodgers starts to find that receiver that he really likes it'll continue to happen so that's what we got over here for you guys good luck to everyone that is doing fantasy thank you for always rocking with us I appreciate it try to keep these short sweet to the point week five is going to be here and gone before we know it and then next week I'll be putting out another one so until next time this is Hayes the podcast make sure to follow us on all platforms hayes aka shifty on twitter make sure to follow the homie steven at steven underscore springs as well follow the quick slants and follow we got next till next time we out appreciate